Greenville Health System's mission is to heal compassionately, teach innovatively, improve constantly. And in that spirit, we present this special podcast series, Inside Health, brought to you by Greenville Health System. Here's Melanie Cole. Lung cancer is the leading cause of cancer deaths in the United States and worldwide. Greenville Health System has a comprehensive lung cancer screening program housed at both the Cancer Institute's Center for Integrative Oncology and Survivorship and the GHS Lung Center. My guest today is Doug McCormick. He's a nurse practitioner with the GHS Cancer Institute. Welcome to the show, Doug. Tell the listeners, what is lung cancer screening? Thanks, Melanie. So we screen typically for many types of cancers, prostate cancer, breast cancer, colon cancer. And most patients are familiar with those tests, for example, a PSA for prostate, mammograms for breast, colonoscopies for colorectal cancer. We've known for years that we could screen for lung cancer using a technology called low-dose CTs, but there was no reimbursement for that. So about two years ago in February, actually, of 2015, Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services came out with an edict stating that for people that met criteria, they would cover cancer screening, uh, specifically looking at the lungs. So why get screened? Is there people think of those other types of screening, but this one, they think, well, is there a point to it? If you catch it early, can it still be treated? So that's a great question. So Historically, in in this country, and certainly in the state of South Carolina, most lung cancers are caught late in disease, so stages three to four. Um, Late-stage disease for any cancer is not necessarily good news, but lung cancer uh, is especially hard to treat the later the stage. So the goal, as makes sense, would be to catch it early on, and early lung cancers can actually be cured through surgery alone, depending on several factors, but as a general rule, the earlier the better. So who's eligible for lung cancer screening? So there's several different types of guidelines that you can look at. Currently, GHS utilizes the guidelines put forth by Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, and so those are folks that are ages 55 to 77 years old with at least a 30-pack year history of smoking. That would mean that over the course of their lives, they've averaged a pack a day for 30 years. They're currently smoking or they have quit within the past 15 years and they have no symptoms of lung cancer. And so symptoms generally are coughing up blood, losing weight. And that's part of the issue with um, screening for lung cancer is symptoms tend to only show up in late stage disease. What are you looking for on the CT scan? So we're looking for any abnormalities, but specifically we're looking for pulmonary nodules. So a nodule, if you will, on a CAT scan shows up as somewhat like a shadow. Um, There's different ways to describe them, being ovoid, being round, being what we call spiculated. We look at size of nodules, and we look at number of nodules if they're present. And then we utilize uh, national standardization that was put out by the American College of Radiology on how to classify those nodules. So are there any risks to this screening? So that's another great question. And so one of the things we try to be clear about at GHS is both the benefits and the risks of this particular scan, although patients should consider talking about benefits and risks with their healthcare providers for anything that they undergo. So the biggest risk would be what we call a false positive or an overdiagnosis. And so what that simply means is there's something on the scan that 
we're not quite sure, is that cancer or is that not? And so that drives further diagnostic testing. So testing can be obviously more expensive, can cause anxiety for the patient, and can cause additional intervention that may have potential side effects or sequelae that had we otherwise not screened or looked at that patient's lungs, we would never have gone there, so to speak. So we try to take kind of a common sense approach where we attempt to not underreact to what we find and not overreact. We have what's called a shared decision-making conversation with the patient uh, to make sure that they understand that this is a potential issue up front. And then if we find abnormalities on the scan, what might we consider doing about that? So we talk about that before we even send the patient to radiology to be scanned. Is insurance recognizing this screening? Uh, yes. Again, this initially started with the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services actually February 5th of 2015, and slowly private insurers um, have come on board. Uh, if you meet the eligible criteria that we discussed and you are a Medicare patient, then generally you are covered at 100%. If you are a privately insured patient, uh, then you may have applicable co-pays that you would be responsible for again, depending on your individual private insurance plan. So what can patients expect, Doug, from the exam itself? How is it performed? Do they have to get into a gown? Is there a lot of waiting? What's involved in the exam itself? So they do not have to have any type of special uh, IV fluid. They don't have to eat or drink anything special. So this is a non-contrasted CT. The scan itself, once the patient is positioned on the table, takes about three minutes. Uh, so it takes longer to actually get the patient positioned properly. Um, there's no tube or tunnel that you go through. When you go through a CT scanner, it kind of like looks like a big donut um, with a small table that you would lay on, and either the donut goes over you or you go through that donut, so to speak. Um, generally, you do not have to wear a gown or any other uh, special hospital clothing. You would just be in your street clothes. So then tell us about the Comprehensive Lung Cancer Screening Program at GHS, and tell us about your team. So generally what we we do is we kind of uh, pre-assess the patients uh, over the phone, looking at those risk factors, looking at their age, looking at their current smoking status, so that we're hopefully bringing in patients that already meet criteria. They come in and meet with both a nurse navigator and a nurse practitioner at CIOS, and we go through this shared decision-making visit. So we sit down with the patient and talk about the, again, potential benefits and risks of this particular type of screening exam, and we talk about what the patient feels about health care, um, what their thoughts and, again, feelings and, and family issues are related to how they want to be treated. Uh, assuming that we go through all that and they decide to go ahead, they then proceed to Greenville Radiology. Uh, They can either have an appointment made for them or they can walk in and have scan done same day. Generally, those scans come back in about 24 to 48 hours. Uh, There are three particular radiologists that have additional training in reading these scans through Greenville Radiology, and those are the three physicians that read them. Uh, They're then interpreted uh, via electronic medical record by the nurse navigator and myself. Uh, We have a medical director, Dr. Mark O'Rourke, who's a medical oncologist, and then we work with Dr. James Stevenson, who's a thoracic oncology surgeon for any abnormalities. There's actually a nodule clinic that meets once a week that is uh, comprised of Dr. Stevenson, our thoracic surgeon, 
uh, one of the three radiologists we previously described, and a pulmonologist who, in real time, review any abnormal scans and make recommendations. What a great multidisciplinary approach, Doug. And give your best advice in this last few minutes for people that are considering lung cancer screening and what you tell them every day, what you really want them to know. So what I really want them to know is, A, if they're still smoking, I really want them to stop smoking, and I want to assist them in getting into a smoking cessation program that is right for them. Uh, Number two, I want them to have the appropriate information to help try to stratify uh, risk, which again is generally based on their years of smoking, pack years, and other potential comorbidities. And I want them to understand, again, the potential risks and benefits of this screening exam. And again, there are risks and benefits to every type of screening exam that we would do looking for different types of cancers. Thank you so much for being with us. It's great information. You're listening to Inside Health with Greenville Health System. And for more information, you can go to ghs.org. That's ghs.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.